good morning and welcome to your diy health here on the spreaker radio network and simulcasting on free conference call i'm your host sergeant jim ram retired you can call me sarge it is thursday december 7th 2023 the 82nd anniversary of the so-called sneak attack on pearl harbor and we're going to be covering that in the afternoon show today at 1 p.m eastern on this same venue So if you want to find out some of the truth that you've never been told about what really happened on that fateful day, join us at 1 p.m. Eastern, where we're going to talk about the truth about Pearl Harbor and the sacrifice of over 2,000 U.S. servicemen and women on the altar of war. That being said, like I said, it is Thursday, December 7th, 2023. And this program is meant to provide natural healing information only and is in no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. I search for and present to my listeners natural modalities that simply assist and augment the body's ability to heal itself. And we've got a website, yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y, like do it yourself, health, H-E-A-L-T-H. That's yourdiyhealth.com. There's all kinds of information there. All the products we talk about are there, including the terahertz frequency devices, which now there are two choices um, of different companies. The first is the one that we've been working with since uh, July of last year, about a year and a half now. Um, That would be the iTeraCare products, and uh, they're great products. A lot of people have had fantastic results using them, including myself. And then we also have the new company that's the new kid on the block. They're just in... uh, uh, I guess you could say, um, what do we call it? <laughs> it's prior to the official rollout, which is going to take place in January. Where I'd say they call it pre-launch, where they're just building teams and that kind of stuff and getting people on board. But those people, if you're looking for a business opportunity, um, you'd be getting in on the ground floor with this one. And fantastic products, fantastic company, fantastic pay plan. From what I've heard, I have not had a chance to check it myself, but the people I've uh, talked to say it's every bit as good as the uh, uh, iTerra plan, maybe even a little better. And uh, But anyway, the products are fantastic. I have both of the products that are available here in the U.S., the P90-foot device and the Cell Essentials wand, and they are both extremely well-made, reasonably priced for what you're getting, and um, the results you get from these things are extraordinary. Uh, I had uh, been using the private stuff for the last uh, what year and a half, and I had things that had not really had much uh, change. And within a few weeks of using the P90, I was seeing results that were just amazing. So uh, not that the not that the private uh, equipment isn't good, it's just that the Oli Life takes it to a whole new level. So I encourage you to check those things out. If you have any questions, hit the contact me button. You can call and leave a message or send an email, and I'll get back with you as quick as I can, usually within a few hours, and we'll do everything to get your questions answered and get you on the right track. Also, while you're on the main website, be sure and hit the radio shows tab, and at the top of the page is the link to the archive page set up through castbox.fm, and then right below it is our latest uh, platform that we're on, which is Rumble. And every show we've done since uh, the beginning of October has been archived there. We encourage you to check that out. If you click the button, it'll take you right to the page and uh, just follow it and uh, watch some of the videos. If you like them, click the like button. And uh, 
That way the algorithm will kick it out to more people. More folks will get a chance to learn how they can restore their health naturally. And at the same time, get some news on what's being done to them by their governments, most cases. And the lamestream media, the Big Big Harma, and the American Murder Association. And maybe learn how to restore their health uh, properly and not deal with dangerous drugs and surgery, which virtually never do any good to fix the problem. They just mitigate symptoms. All righty. Um, keep in mind, if you scroll down a little further, you'll see the information on the shows we do when they're on and how you listen. And at the bottom of the page is the link to the Facebook page set up for the show and the Telegram channel. Now, keep in mind the topics discussed and opinions mentioned on this show are those of the host and or guests and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the Spreaker Radio Network, Free Conference Call, Rumble, any of the other platforms we're on, or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening in. Nothing we say in this show should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a health or wealth issue. It's all here for your education and entertainment purposes only, so that as a responsible adult, you can use this show as a jumping off point to do your own research and due diligence to make sure that what you're doing and what you're trying is right for you. All righty then. That being said, we're going to jump into things, and I've been trying to find it, but for some reason, (laughs) I'm going to go through my emails here real quick and see if they're in there. I wanted to talk about the fact, you know, we had the news uh, out of New Zealand uh, about um, a guy named Barry White, who was on the, uh, well, he worked for New Zealand as the, uh, uh, he was the guy that took care of the database that paid the physicians who gave the uh, uh, COVID jabs, and he started doing some digging around in it and started looking at numbers and it was kind of surprising to him that uh, many times people would get the jabs and within a week or two or up to six months or so they were they were dead and he started looking at that and thought something was wrong and uh, tried to go to the new zealand government talk you know sent information to all the um you know the parliament uh his upper you know the bosses within the health agency or whatever even um the uh try to get to the uh premier or whatever his name is you know the um the guy the head honcho you know it would be the president here in the u.s whatever they call the guy and he was ignored so he released the information which belonged to the people of new zealand you know it's their information they paid for it to be compiled and all that kind of stuff they have a right to know it and to know the truth and lo and behold for doing what was right and making sure that the New Zealand uh, people had a chance to know the truth about what was happening to them, the government attacked him. <laughs> they stormed his house with a big SWAT team, uh, did a big raid, locked him up, and uh, charged him with some kind of bogus charges, uh, misinformation and unauthorized access to a database or some kind of thing. But basically, it's all baloney trying to cover their tracks because you can bet um, this is the first time in history of the world that someone in the position to have access to it has released actual government health care figures showing the results of a vaccination program or a, I should say, elimination program because that's what these things do is they kill people. And as a result, the guy that did the right thing, the whistleblower, is being attacked by his own government and giving him a bunch of grief. And uh, who knows what's going to happen from here. But at the same time, 
and this is why I was digging through my emails, and I, luckily I did find it. Um, there's breaking news also out of New Zealand. A Freedom of Information Act request showed that 11,000 politicians and elites got COVID vaccine exemptions, did not take it. How? <laughs> they knew it was not needed and was harmful, but they forced you to take it under threat of law and arrest and uh, to take it. And now you and many other vaccine injured, of course, this is talking about New Zealand. So how do we investigate, put into legal tribunals and take their money and imprison and hang them if, they sh- if they're shown guilty? <laughs> yeah, hang them. That's what needs to happen. These people are engaged in serial homicide. And uh, I tried to do a search for U.S. government situation. I found one, and the headline was, U.S. government has granted vaccine mandate exemptions to 165,000 government employees. Yeah, tens of thousands of U.S. government employees remain unvaccinated against COVID-19 despite a federal vaccine mandate after agencies handed out exemptions and extensions to more than 165,000 people. Unfortunately, when I clicked on the link to try to watch it, I was forced, they were saying, you must sign up to our thing to read it. You know, so to keep reading, you got to pay money. So, and that's the only, it's Financial Times is the um, uh, platform that it's hosted on. And I haven't been able to find any other platform that has anything even close to that kind of thing. But as you might expect, 165,000 federal government employees exempted, and probably more than that. But uh, anyway, going back to the uh, breaking news about New Zealand, and this is from uh, Dr. Paul Alexander. Um, Let's see. Let's see here. And, uh, well, let me see. Is this a video? Nope, it's just a a posting. Um, Dennis Rancourt. In New Zealand, 11,000 politicians and elites got exemptions from the vaccine access to information shows. And it's a, it's unfortunately, it's like a Twitter post, and all you see is this one little teeny thing. Um, and this is a Substack deal. And in order to read the whole thing, I got to upgrade a paid subscription there. Uh, but there are a few comments. Uh, Hannah Lee High says they know they knew from the start of this BS that it was a fraud. I'm just a citizen. I'm no one. And I knew on day one of the COVID scam that it was a scam. I knew the jabs were deadly because I investigated them. I searched and found doctors and scientists who were saying not to take them. I knew inside myself not to take them. So if I knew, it's a sure bet the blank blank <laughs> can't say the word who perpetrated this thing knew. Oh, yeah, there's no question. I heard many doctors fake their vax cards, too. (laughs) So why the blank did they uh, tell patients to take the poison? I'll tell you why. They got paid huge amounts to lie, and if it didn't work, they were threatened. (laughs) No, not if if it didn't work. They didn't have any problems. Oh, oh, I I see what they're saying. They paid the doctors huge amounts to lie, and if that didn't work, then they threatened their patients. I'm so mad right now I could scream. (laughs) So many innocent people and babies dead because of these monsters. Exactly. These people need to be tracked down, arrested, charged, tried, 
and if found guilty, you know, if it was a, a clear, if they were a big portion of it, they need the gallows. Now, there may be a few out there that were not aware of what was going on. I find that hard to believe at this point. But, um, you know, if, if some doctor out there, you know, they all had access to the information. Anybody who wanted to look into it could find out the truth and realize these things were kill shots. And if they just buried their head in the sand and kept giving the things, even though they could see from their own list of patients, oh, so-and-so's dead. He got the jab last week. So-and-so's dead. He got the jab a month ago. So-and-so's dead. She got the jab six weeks ago. Hmm, why are all these people dead? They were young, they were healthy, they were in good shape. They were only in their 20s and 30s. What's the common denominator? They got the jab. Gee, now it couldn't possibly be that. It's just a fluke. Now that's somebody who buried his head in the sand and had a, had a good idea of what was going on and took no action whatsoever. Shame on him. Sucks to be him. He gets the gallows. Anyway, Lucy says this was worldwide planned democide. Yep. We already know this. Why else would all governments be in lockstep? Lockdown is a prison term. This has been planned for over 100 years by the criminal overlords. Probably. Pfizer offered me a million dollars and $50,000 a month wage. Was this to stop writing and hammering them? <laughs> Borla? <laughs> I have had limited, patchy, broken something or other. Um, and I don't know who this is. Let me see if it says who's writing it. Okay. This is Paul Alexander writing it. Um, Pfizer offered him a million dollars and $50,000 a month. Was this to stop writing and hammering them? <laughs> I've had limited patchy broken income due to being canceled, smeared. I said, no. Yes, this happened. I write my view and opinion and interpret any discussions in my way. But... I want no job from these people for what they did with the vaccine is horrendous. No doubt the interference or yeah, interference, you know, inference is that I would not call out Borla again if he got the job. Of course, <laughs> of course, no one would put this in writing. But of course, to this ask, uh, but of course, this ask about a job was to limit me. Okay, I'm not sure if that worded it that way, but. Of course, if I worked for Pfizer, I would be muted complete from the, that moment on. It's how it works in any organization. You work for them, you advance their narrative and vision and mandate, not yours. We all know this. In this case, this is how people like me can be muted, and it's done all the time. But you can pay, uh, put you on the payroll. Bottom line is I am a contrarian, skeptic, etc., and will continue to question all the wrongs done since the start of this pandemic. Every single step by governments, their task forces have failed. The vaccine has failed because it's not a vaccine. And it, it only failed in the official stated purpose, but the real purpose, it's been a huge success. It's killed over 20 million people worldwide and caused massive, severe uh uh, adverse events in over two billion so and from their standpoint it's been a pretty good success you know it's a good start is the way they look at it 
and they'll keep rolling out more things and boobus americanus and the generally dumb public will continue to take them and roll up their sleeves because that's what sheep will do anyway the vaccine has failed it's ineffective and negative efficacy and it's not properly safe (laughs) in any way shape or form it's harmful in my opinion what we know indicates this vaccine must be stopped again it's not a vaccine the proper term is lethal injection to me the battle is so huge so transformational uh, that a potus or the president of the united states could be so misled that decisions were made in february march of 2020 that shaped the next two years and the u.s and the world and negatively so of course i cannot be part of that nor would i ever consider it i am in the fight for my people's my family, my children, and the world I will leave behind one day. I have lost enough that I cannot go back now, as they say, balls to the wall. And I will uh, say again, Borla and Bansel, whoever that is, all and all the FDA and the NIH, Fauci et al., who all who have acted in this COVID fraud, must all or must be allowed to defend their decisions and policies as we live in good governance, etc., and we function with laws, though many argue the judicial system is corrupt. Oh, there's no question. But if we show improper legal in, uh, improper legal inquiry, inquiring, uh, anyway, his, the way he words these things is kind of weird, and public inquiries, that their actions cost lives, is <laughs> it costed lives, that's not good, Um, that their decisions killed people, that people and children died as a result, then they must be held to account with jail time. I don't think jail time is proper here. They need capital punishment, publicly uh, televised. Financial penalties and jail time. (laughs) People must always have the right to explain and defend actions, but if we ever show these policies and decisions cost lives, Uh, to cause lives to be lost then we impose harsh penalties the harshest allowable by law yeah people at nuremberg you know many of them got off because they were sucked into operation paperclip and brought into the united states undercover but others were hung which needs to be done or hanged i think is the proper term I'm hurt financially, personally, as our core 12 to 15 of us globally who gave, who have stood up. But the fight we are in is beyond money. Those of us who have been canceled have been hurt, name-wise, career, slandered, etc. But for each person, there is a time in life that we choose to stand up or not. We rise or shrink away. And most scientists, universities, doctors, public health officials... Uh, technocrats, governments, task, COVID task forces, etc., chose to sell the people out for money. Their grants, their salary was more important, so their silence was bought. So, yes, we are hurt as our careers and income were hurt. I, I being one of them, and I was uh, stunned at what I was told on the phone twice in a call with the t- with with the ask. Twice in the call with the ask on a trip to T.O., whatever that is, would have changed my life. But I said, no, shove it, and so be it. Wish he'd do a little more proofreading. Money can come again, and uh, and we will survive. Money is not a key in life. There is something called a line of integrity that must not shift based on money, etc. 
Well, I agree with him there. And I also agree that the vast majority of the people sold out for money and basically people died because these folks lied. I joined with a Canadian trucker and now the U.S. trucker to help stop the unscientific mandates and emergency powers. And I will, I think he should have said truckers, but anyway, unless there's a couple of them out there that are just doing something we don't know about. And I will remain fighting. It's that critical. These vaccines by Pfizer, Moderna, et al. are criminal for because, for because they were non-sterilizing and they knew it. And they knew it like how Pfizer knew there were 1,223 deaths that they and FDA hid from the public. There's a whole lot more than that. See recent uh, transfer release documents and 1,290 special adverse effects um, all hidden. And they hoped for 55 or 75 years. <laughs> yeah, that didn't work. It would have only driven infectious uh, variants and more likely more virulent, uh, more lethal ones. This is happening now. We are at this point where not only is the suboptimal non-neutralizing ABS driving increased infections, infectiousness, of the virus via new variants, but it is driving increased virulence. Well, just because I can hardly read what he writes, I would never sign up for his substack. <laughs> oh my goodness. But a lot of people positive saying thank you for doing it and uh, thank you for standing up and bringing up the truth as a student in a met in the medical field who was just withdrawn and lost twenty thousand dollars in student loans due to not being vaccinated. I appreciate you so much. No amount of money is worth lying and hiding data. Well, that's good. one good kid that would have been a doctor, but ain't going to be, apparently. Yeah, they get, the, they get rid of the people with the conscience one way or another. YYR says, they know you're right. Otherwise, you'd have uh, gotten a cease and desist notice and been served with a slander suit. <laughs> U.S. military doctor testifies she was ordered by government administrations to cover up vaccine injuries. Yeah. Dr. Teresa Long, medical officer with the United States military. Yeah, I think she's Air Force. Testifying court that she was ordered to by a superior to suppress COVID-19 info. Um... Here's one. So you say, Dr. Alexander, you keep raising concern about the vaccines. Where is the proof? Oh, here's somebody. <laughs> is there any evidence, anything, a study or two? Do you have anything, sir? You're sci you scientists and clinicians are raising concerns, but give us something to work with. Well, okay. See these near. Let me see if this can get actually. Um. <laughs> Near a thousand studies, pieces of evidence. Um, hmm. Says I will say, okay, wait a minute. I guess this is a response to some bozo. They're saying that the COVID jabs are good and there's all kinds of evidence to say they work. Um, what an idiot. And he's got his response here, which where's the evidence? And he's got a whole bunch of stuff here showing uh, thrombosis after COVID-19 vaccination, possible link to ACE pathways, cerebrovenous sinus thrombosis, and the list goes on and on and on. So 
at least he's he's backing up what he's saying obviously and this moron that's trying to say that they're you know they're good and there's no evidence to show that they're bad what an idiot you know that person is definitely a uh, troll but anyway you know not a whole lot there but uh, apparently 11,000 government workers in New Zealand got exemptions so they didn't have to take the jab but they forced all the the little sheeple to take it and of course in the u.s being a much larger population we have 165,000 plus government workers who also got exemptions while probably forcing people underneath them to take it just absolutely incredible that this stuff is allowed to go on but there's more (laughs) let's see here um it's kind of shifting gears a little bit. Parents not notified when school forced 11-year-old daughter to share a bed with a boy. He's trans and was in stealth mode. Okay. Let the lefties in your life know you fight like hell with the classic fight like hell tea. Oh, <laughs> I'm just reading it. They got an ad at the beginning. Um in 2017, Dave Chappelle, uh, before he became the head transphobe in charge, <laughs> HTIC, made a joke about accidentally misgendering someone. Uh, Chappelle asked what at the what at the time seemed innocent and innocently enough. To what degree do I need to par- participate in your self-image? Exactly. Just because you're crazy doesn't mean I have to join in with you. In 2023, for a Colorado school, it means your 11-year-old daughter sharing a bed with a boy on a field trip because the boy identifies as trans and was supposed to be in something called stealth mode. (laughs) He had his cloaking device on. Couldn't see him. Parents aren't willing to participate. (laughs) Well, the parents of the girl, the parents of the boy, uh, are, are why we know about stealth mode. Um, the Daily Signal obtained a letter sent to the Jefferson County School Board in Colorado and Superintendent Tracy Dorland by the Alliance Defending Freedom, or ADF, on behalf of the girls' parents, Joe and Serena Wales. We'd like to know if the school district will continue the practice of withholding information from parents about rooming accommodations on field trips. Like, for example, your 11-year-old daughter sharing a hotel room with someone who has male genitalia. This practice renders it impossible for these parents to make informed decisions about their children's privacy, upbringing, and participation in uh, school-sponsored programs. Additionally, our clients request information related to JBR-1 and the ability to opt out of this rooming policy for all future school trips <laughs> why don't you just do the smart thing and get your kids out of public school <laughs> you know if you don't have a clue at this point that the public schools are going to do what they want when they want how they want why they want without telling anybody that they don't want you got your head in the sand you know get your freaking kids out of public schools period there's no reason for them to be there unless you want to destroy their lives in more ways than you'll ever conceive anyway thankfully for the girl mrs wales was on the trip to philadelphia and washington dc too albeit not as a chaperone 
So when the girl found out she'd be sharing a bed with the boy who was presenting as a girl, she was able to sneak into the bathroom to call her mother. (laughs) Serena Wales told the Daily Signal that her daughter was terrified and really upset about the idea of sharing a bed with a biological boy even though she had a good relationship with this other student. I was really upset, Serena Wales told the Daily Signal. One, I was really upset that um, she was put in that situation at 11 years old. I don't feel that that is fair to put kids in that kind of a situation. And two, that we were not even given the information that this was possible before the trip. The whole time they're saying, Girls on one floor, boys on another. They're not going to be in each other's rooms unless it is pre-approved. So we're not. So we're going through this whole process, not even recognizing that this is a possibility. We haven't even gotten to the insane part. Really, <laughs> the insane part comes after the chaperones called the principal, who called the boys' parents, who didn't see what the big deal was. <laughs> The boy's parents confirmed their child's transgender identity and that he was to be in stealth mode, meaning students on the trip would not know about their child's transgender status. Stealth mode? The parents let their son, who thinks he's their daughter, share a bed with an unsuspecting 11-year-old girl as long as he didn't tell anyone he's trans. That was the deal these adults cut with the 11-year-old's son. Which he would end up, uh, which he wound up telling his female roommates that he's really a boy who is only identifying as a girl anyway. He broke his stealth mode. (laughs) He uncloaked. Stealth mode is a new delusion of the left in going to mandate the rest of us affirm. The school district's policy is to room students based on their gender uh, they identify as opposed to their actual. And I hate when they use this word gender. Gender is not sex. Sex has to do with male or female. Gender has to do with masculine and feminine, which is in language. You know, if you, the romance languages have fa- fa- masculine and gender, uh, feminine tenses. But when it comes to sex... Whether you got an inzy or an outsy, that's sex. That's not gender. And that's another thing they have co-opted and just literally destroyed. Just like the term gay. A hundred years ago, gay meant happy and all this kind of stuff. Today, it means a perversion. It's absolute insanity the way they're co-opting words. Don't tell me you're, you're not gay. You're a homosexual. Fruitcake. Anyway. The school district's policy is to room students based on their gender identity or sex identity as opposed to their actual sex in most cases. The parents' parents policy should uh, should be to homeschool. Exactly. Get the kids out of there. Oh, my goodness. And let's see. Oh, and he got a little video here when transgenders attack. This might be interesting. Let me set up the sharing here real quick. Um, Do-do-do-do. There we go. That looks like Steven Crowder, maybe. I'm not sure. And I'm sick and tired of this fucking debate. Men need to respect women, period. So you should respect women. I am a woman. I just became a woman. It's just like, are you fucking kidding me? 
hundreds of people in downtown Dallas today for the fourth annual Women's March. Going on now in our national uh, government, we're going back to the 50s. I mean, there's other methods of showing up, like voting and stuff, that I feel like would make even like more of a difference, but. At the Dallas Women's March and marches all over the country and all over internationally are not about Trump. Donald Trump has got to go! Four years in, the Women's March target hasn't changed. Ah, the fourth annual Women's March. This year in Dallas, Texas, we set up the Change My Mind table. And some of the crew even joined in the march. Hello, ladies. No, debate is a trap. I found talking with traditional people this actually changed my Now, to be clear, we did have some great rational sit-down conversations, and we'll be airing some more of those Wednesday. But before that, I'd like to draw your attention to the felony assaults committed, starting with this Z. sweetheart well glad that's over now we can get back to civil rational conversations devoid of any future felony assaults right right a woman who is told if you're assaulted please go to the authorities they will handle it and then someone in a privilege of power let's say a cop or an attorney or whatever they ask the question well what were you wearing that night that mm. permeates which is bullshit by it the is, way it is I'm so yeah. sorry and sorry. you think she has just made a statement about being assaulted, which is very vulnerable and it's very scary to do. I am she just called me a. I, I understand. Yeah, the I understand. Gentleman just called me a piece of shit, So she, I'm saying that's. She. Sorry, she, my mistake. So when did she go from male privilege to female privilege? Because she just said she only became a female recently. It wasn't okay the approach that she made, but it also wasn't okay to antagonize. How do I antagonize? If we're gonna have a conversation, let's go back to what we were originally talking about. Well, no, about. I think this is important because I think that's an example mm -hmm. of female or trans privilege right there. Because you weren't helping the situation, so I brought us back. Well, it's so not I'm about helping the situation, gonna, it's about I'm being truthful, finish, truth matters. I'm going to finish saying my okay, truth. Okay, go ahead, your okay. truth. Let's hope it's the truth and not what that lady was saying. Thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, I believe that's a man. That woman, very upset, made very valid points. Made what zero valid points. Okay. So let me ask you this. Define woman. Woman? What is a, a woman when we're talking about men's privilege rape culture? Define woman for me so I don't get it wrong. Well, a woman is any person who defines herself as. Um, if you're looking at biologically speaking, a woman is someone who has female parts. Her anatomy is that of a vagina and having... Um, just female parts. Because you it. said biologically female parts. Obviously, our friend there wouldn't have that. 
Um, so would that be included? Okay, so but that's your definition of it. That's one definition of it. What's your definition of it? So that way I'm not stepping over any bounds. What's any, your definition? Any of it? person who uses the pronouns he, I mean, I'm sorry, she, and who identifies as such, okay. I respect what they identify themselves as. So that's an example of female privilege there. Mm -hmm. so if that's a man, we treat them very differently, and I'm sure you're aware of this. Oh yeah. It's, and it's There's not There's accountability between men. Oh, absolutely. A country where guilty until proven innocent, yes, we'd be rotting in a jail. But I, I know of... Ooh. I know of a story just recently, and I'm sorry I can't come up with... I can't say the name of this individual. Come on, that's inappropriate, sweetheart. You feel better? Oh, are you offended by what I said? No, I just don't think it's necessary. Aren't you just feeding into it? You do realize that's a violent crime, correct? You're fine. Ah, so because there's no damage done, it's You're fine. fine. Okay. You're fine. Understood. Just recently... That doesn't bother you. What if that were a man? Because that's a woman. Wouldn't bother you? Not this moment. Okay. I don't... I think you might need to check your own privilege and bias. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to preview that. I'm going to have to edit out everything from our recently transitioned female. That's one of the things. I mean, these people have no argument. All they can do is stand there and scream at you, and most of the time it's filthy language. They tried to bleep it but didn't do a very good job, unfortunately. Um, but that seems to be the, the norm. I have, you know, I've watched a lot of videos like this, and when the people, the conservatives, I guess you could say, people like Crowder, are just trying to have a peaceful, calm discussion and actually try and find out when somebody actually believes, these people can never elicit their beliefs because they really don't have a way to do that. Again, public fool system. And what do you get when you go to a public fool system? You get fools. Obviously. A man who says he's a woman. It don't get much crazier than that. And the way this dude was dressed and the way he was talking and acting. And, you know, when you have to result to that kind of language, that basically just proves that you have no argument. And that you're not worth listening to. Which is pretty much what I've been has been my experience after listening to a bunch of these kind of things. They have no argument. And they're just they want to do what they want to do and they don't want to have any kind of controls in their life. Basically they're anti God and because God has standards. And they don't like those standards because they interfere with their personal level of idiosyncrasies and stupidity and uh, mental illness. But it's one thing for adults to do that kind of stuff, but it's another thing for a school system dealing with children to be doing this kind of stuff. And this is a regular occurrence where schools are telling teachers not to. Uh, the other day I covered a story where a young lady, a teacher, well, she'd been in the school system for 23 years, I think, and told some parents that the school was encouraging their, um, I can't remember, it was either a daughter who was 
they're telling the school was telling her to be act as a boy or vice versa but this uh, teacher who told the parents what the school was doing was then fired by the school for having conversations with the parents which is required by the school policy <laughs> but because it cover, it was uncovering their criminal behavior they fired her you know typical just like the gentleman in new zealand where now you have absolute nut jobs criminals running things so honest people that are in their employ who try and do the right thing end up paying the price and luckily this young lady this teacher um, is i think in massachusetts has filed suit for like 10 million dollars and hopefully i think she's got a good chance of winning um hopefully she will maybe you know it seems like only financial or you know getting somebody locked up is the only thing these people understand uh, but they're going to keep doing what they're doing and that's why and the thing is is when you talk about public school systems and i, I get this all the time when i talk to people oh my school is really really good we've got great teachers we got this we got that oh really who writes your books <laughs> they use the same books that the bad schools do and I guarantee you, regardless of what, how good, how sweet the teachers are and all this other stuff, the information in the books is indoctrination that's going to screw with your kids' minds. And especially when it comes to history, because they are getting no truth whatsoever. You know, tune into my Thursday afternoon shows for more on that. But, um, you know, the coach in high school, <laughs> seems like everybody who was in high school history class at one time or another the coach was the teacher and did the coach have a degree in history no more like physical education that's almost always the case and of course they're teaching from a book that's full of lies and the sad thing is if the book had the truth in it, it would be a whole lot more interesting myself and most people i talked to hated high school history because it was so boring because it didn't have any truth to it we didn't know it at the time. We just knew it was boring. But since I've been doing these Thursday after shows, afternoon shows with Mike Gaddy, I'll tell you what, the, the real stories, the real truth of what went on in this country especially has just been mind-blowing. I can't get enough of it. You know, it started out as a one-time one deal where Robert Hudson, one of my listeners, says, you need to get Mike Gaddy on for a show. I said, at first, I said, yeah, right. I said, okay, Robert, because he persisted. I said, uh, go ahead, you know, set something up. You know, any Thursday the mic's available, we'll do it. And that one day turned into what has now been five years every Thursday. And it's the highlight of my week. Makes it nice because I don't really have to plan a lot for that show. <laughs> but the information I get is just unbelievable. I have learned more from this man in the last five years than I've ever learned anywhere else when it came to history, especially the founding of this country. And it makes what's happening now um, make so much more sense because I'm a firm believer in the Bible. The Bible says there's nothing new under the sun and people try and tell you the history books, try and tell you that the founders of this country were such wonderful, great men and they had so much faith in God and they had this and they had that. They were a bunch of crooks just like what's in government now, for the most part. At least the Federalists were, the ones who succeeded in doing what they did. 
and the fact that the United States government, the Constitution, is a result of a criminal conspiracy. And I would love to see somebody actually file a case if they get charged with something. One of their defenses should be, well, first off, none of the laws I'm charged with are valid because the Constitution that the laws are supposedly based on, or at least allow them to be passed, was done as a result of criminal conspiracy and therefore is not valid. That would be an interesting argument, but of course, that would never fly because that would totally overturn everything, and uh, we can't have that. So the criminals in government will just keep pushing that criminal can or kicking that criminal can down the road. But that's where we're at. Anyway, somehow I shifted from morning shows to afternoon shows. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this is the kind of thing you get when you go when you put your children in a public school. The school hiding the fact that their room, you know, sticking a, a boy in a, in a room with a girl. That is absolutely unconscionable. And they justify it because the boy says he's a girl. Oh, man, if I could have got away with that when I was in high school, hoo, 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 you know, and that's the thing. At that age, you know, boys got something on their mind and they can only get it from girls, <laughs> you know. It's crazy. And even if they don't, that's not right. And it's just disgusting. That, and this is not the only place, I'm sure. I'm sure this is going on all over the place. They just got caught. But uh, something to think about. Oh, man. Let me see here. Um, there was another one. Let me clear this one out. Uh, got that. And we already covered that yesterday. Data from New Zealand Ministry of Health shows that COVID vaccines have killed over 10 million worldwide. And those numbers are extremely low. You know, if, if you actually, you know, the numbers from New Zealand show that basically every one of every thousand people got jabbed is dead now. And when you multiply those numbers out times the number of people jabbed in the world, it's millions and millions and millions. Anyway, um, says update. Let's be clear. Nobody has found a bug in buckets.py, whatever that is. And nobody has found a mistake in my V4 spreadsheet. This is the Steve Kirsch, who actually wrote a uh, Python program that's designed to take the data from these things and sanitize it so there's no um, personal information about people involved and then it shows the actual numbers the graphs speak for themselves it doesn't get any more clear than that you can vary um, all four independent variables and you get the same signal um, let me make this a little bit bigger here and unfortunately they've got a lot of uh, initials and things here so it's kind of hard to tell which is which but it says we're done nobody wants to go on camera and debate me with on this they would lose badly those curves uh, should be relatively flat lines not curves with a hump you don't need a control group on that kind of signal it's it is unprecedented so basically it, it's showing let me see if i can see we got death versus age and the deaths where it basically starts at like uh, 40 and spikes up around 50 or 60, it looks like. Can't The numbers are too small. And then drops back down. And let me see here. 
and it's got numbers. Yeah, so like uh, the top is like 10,000. Yeah, without seeing all the, the data points and everything on a bigger scale, it's hard to tell. But basically what they're showing is when the jabs were rolled out, a bunch of people started dying. Um, even self-proclaimed experts like David Gorski were unable to find a problem in my spreadsheet or buckets.py. I guess that's the uh, website that hosts it, I'm guessing. If there are no errors, you have to accept the results. The methodology is proven and accepted. The execution was flawless. The fact that there are missing doses for a given personal person is immaterial. We're always comparing dose three people with dose three people, for example. And if the vaccine was as safe as claimed, missing doses for anyone is immaterial since all doses are placebo shots and make no difference, <laughs> which they weren't, but about 50% were. The charts from Medicare and are even more extreme in this for these. Uh, for all safe vaccines, the line slopes down. For the COVID vaccine, the line slopes up. Yeah, and that's the line of deaths, of course. Nobody's ever seen anything like this. It is unprecedented, and the history of Medicare, uh, in the history of Medicare, with no counterexamples. Now we have executive summary here. Today you will get to see the data that nobody wants you to see. Finally, no state or country has ever released record-level uh, public health data on any vaccine. Privacy is not the reason for this. The data can be easily obfuscated, which we did in this data, so that no record entry would match at of any person, living or dead. Yeah, basically it was sanitized. It was just numbers. The reason the data is kept secret is simple. It would expose the fact that the COVID vaccines are unsafe, as well as all the vaccines that I have been able to get record-level data on. Today, thanks to a courageous whistleblower who works at the New Zealand Ministry of Health, we have record-level information from a large population of all ages and are making it public for the first time in history. And... Um, this is the uh, video link. It's uh, Mother of All Revelations, the data. This is it from November 30th. And uh, there was a YouTube link as well, but YouTube censored it within minutes of posting. Of course they did, just like we knew they would. Just as you suspected, the COVID vaccines have killed millions of people worldwide. An estimated one death per 1,000 doses on average is a standard population in a standard population. And now we have the data to prove it. Short responses to criticisms about the data. I posted a link to this section on the doc of the doc on X or Twitter so that people can uh, list any objections I need to counter that uh, aren't already listed. Here's a response. Here are the response points to all the criticisms I'm aware of. The TL doctor, I guess it is, is all is that all of the critiques don't move the needle. I know the leaker and got the data on November 9th. I verified the identity of the leaker and the authenticity of the data and the chain of custody. There is no doubt about the authenticity. New Zealand uh, Ministry of Health would have said the data is fake. If it was, that would immediately discredit it, but they didn't because that would be criminal. So they decided to distract people by going after the leaker and calling him a misinformation spreader for leaking the actual records. <laughs> Again, he's only putting the truth out to the people that own that truth. 
The data available publicly has been anonymized, and that is why they acknowledged uh, this and couldn't find any matching records. Anyone who thinks their personal data was leaked is delusional. There's only one way to analyze this data definitive, uh, definitively, and that's with a time series cohort analysis. This is the exact same methodology the UK uh, Office of, I don't know, ONS, is, I don't know what it is, um, used to analyze their vaccine data. The difference is our buckets are one week long so that you can see things they are trying to hide. <laughs> So if you want to dispute the analysis, you either have to show one of three things, that our Buckets PY program has uh, a bug, or two, that the all the mortality curves are flat or relatively flat, or three, that the dis uh, data set is somehow compromised by showing that the, uh, the four graphs is nonsensical, or four, that the V4 X XLS file uh, has a bug in it, which none of those do. Nobody has done one, two, uh, nobody's done one, and two is impossible. Nobody has even attempted three or four. So basically all the attacks are a ridiculous waste of time. There is, a one, there is a way to attack this if it is wrong, and nobody seems capable of figuring it out. I just told you the answer. Go prove I'm wrong using the, this method, and I'm all ears. <laughs> I, did, uh, I did it the professional way, just like the UK did. If I made a mistake, tell me what it is. But having uh, each person do their own ad hoc analysis is not how you analyze the data. The gold standard is a time series cohort. The one death per thousand doses is consistent with other careful analyses, uh, such as the Rancourt studies. University of Pennsylvania professor Jeffrey Morris wrote, but without data on controls and without comor comorbidities, the most you could ever uh, do is claim the data are suggestive is false. This is nearly the entire population of New Zealand. We know the stats. The rise in mortality is correlated with each vaccine shot. When you add the shot data together for all shots, the hump becomes even more well-defined. This is like saying that if there is a mass shooting and 25 people died, that we didn't know if it was a was the bullet that killed them because they might have died uh or they might have all died spontaneously right before the bullet hit <laughs> and if the time series cohort analysis showed that the death rate jumped 500 percent exactly 10 days after the shot would morris stick to his statement he's simply not credible he wants to make every excuse imaginable to avoid saying what the data shows. He should assume it's a normal population, and you can limit the time window of, of observation by uh, to before COVID, during COVID, and after COVID, and see the same signals. Without controls, you have to work a little harder to validate uh, there are no significant co uh, confounders, but scientists such as Morris want perfect data on everyone which never exists. He has never explained the mortality graph from Medicare showing a 26% mortality increase in 365, uh, where the number of deaths per day increases mono, mono, monotonically. Hmm. That is impossible if the vaccine is safe. It always, always slopes down. You don't need a control group. The slopes go the wrong way. <laughs> That is a five-alarm fire. It's amazing he doesn't know this. 
and there's okay one more couple more there's no rebuttal from anyone in the medical community showing a the buckets.py has an error or b the analysis in the v4 spreadsheets has an error c the credible excess death estimate under 100k or 100 deaths per 100,000 doses based on the data they all refuse to show thus their calculations d any epidemiologist with a higher uh, h index than reich uh, Harvey Reich, uh, or Rich from uh, Harvard, I believe he is, claiming that the data could uh, possibly be consistent with safe vaccine. <laughs> e, a more accurate way to calculate the data line or a baseline that the base that is based on other similar data. And F, any evidence that my most damaging curve on my MIT presentation is wrong, a 50% increase in deaths per day from baseline after 180 days. Why is nobody touching that? I don't get it. If there is one thing to disprove, start with the strongest point. And number nine, nobody seems to want to commit comment on this, which is consistent with my analysis of the New Zealand data. The spreadsheet clearly shows that, the, that it is those over 60 seeing the excess mortality, which precisely matches the public data. Yowzer. And there's a whole bunch more. Man, he's got a bunch of stuff here. But the, let's see, MR versus weak from shot given. And, wow. I don't know if, I guess that's weeks, not day, not years, uh, age, lifespan. So somewhere around 80 weeks, between 75 and 80 weeks, apparently is the sweet spot where people just are dropping like crazy. Anyway, um, Steve Gersh is, Kirsch is a brilliant guy um, and is uh, going all over this stuff. And so, buddy, so far, nobody's able been, been able to refute his numbers with anything other than stupid arguments. You know, these, these people that are saying the vaccines are safe are kind of like the trannies that are saying that, you know, I'm a, I'm a woman. Check my junk. <laughs> You know, oh my goodness, it's getting crazier and crazier. You know, stop the world, let me off. And it's always the last dose that gets you. This is another Steve Kirsch uh, thing. Hopefully, it won't be quite as technical. Not long ago, Steve called me, uh, called me, and said uh, that, uh, and said that had some. Uh, I hate when people don't proofread. <laughs> it makes it hard to read this stuff called me and said that had some real un unaltered vaccination records and wanted me to see what they revealed about vaccine safety. Here's my take on it. There's, there's so much more to dig in there, uh, but I leave that to an exercise, uh, that, uh, leave that as an exercise to the reader. Steve has made the data public here. Uh, turns out vaccine increases death rates in the first six months after the shot, which persists for about a year before going back to baseline. So the prime time, the sweet spot, six months to a year. And it's the last dose that kills you, <laughs> pulling forward death into the first year of the post-shot. Let's start with the death rate. Here we can see numbers of death rates, um, or deaths per 100,000 person days after the last shot. More on the metric later. Now, let's just see here. Deaths pulled forward. Death rate, deaths per 100,000 persons. 
again, I'm not really following all that stuff, but the numbers, you know, anytime the, the, the slope goes up instead of down, <laughs> it's pretty much a bad thing. Dust pull forward after last shot. Anyway, this is all technical uh, statistician mumbo-jumbo, and I'm not a statistician. I just know that uh, it's pretty obvious. Everybody knows people that are dead <laughs> after taking these jabs. And, oh, COVID vaccines are safe. Here's a little thing. The first six months of mRNA COVID-19 vaccine safety data reinforced the safety of COVID-19 vaccines. Most reports were not serious, serious or most... Uh, yeah, most reports of adverse events were not serious, and side effects were mild and short-lived. COVID-19 vaccines are the most effective tool to prevent severe COVID-19 illness, hospitalizations, and death. Get vaccinated today. And who puts that out? The COVID death cult, cdc.gov slash coronavirus. And uh, the Wayne's World guys say not. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. I might have to put that one on Facebook and see how long it lasts. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, exclusive interview with RFK Jr. on why he wrote the Wuhan cover-up. And let's see what else is going on here. Oh, wait a minute. Where'd that other one go? Oh, nuts. It was where was that? I hate these things that automatically start playing. There's apparently a couple of them. Good grief. I'm just gonna close. I don't even know what they are, so they're going bye bye. Come on. Hmm. Now I can't find the one I wanted to look at here. Shoot. It disappeared. Oh, there it is. I think. No. Nuts. I've got so many of these uh, windows. Trying to find the right one. <coughs> Sorry about that. Well, let's look at this. Dr. Ryan Cole. And here's another one that started automatically, but at least theirs, they were muted. How DNA contamination may explain post-vaccination rise in cancer, autoimmune diseases, and clots. Well, that's an hour-long video, so we're not going to do that. Uh, well, I don't know where that thing went, so we'll just get back over here. Do, 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 do. Um, sorry. Right on. Let's see what's new. New CDC director refuses to admit COVID vaccine mandates and school closures were a mistake. <laughs> Good grief. And who is this person? Um, in her first appearance before Congress, the new director of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, COVID death cult, Dr. Mandy Cohen, defended COVID-9 vaccine mandates and other policies put in place during the pandemic before she took over the agency. Dr. Cohen replaces Dr. Rochelle Walensky, who advocated for school closures, masks, and COVID-19 vaccines during her time as the CDC director. Now, let me make this clear. I think schools, public schools, should be closed, period. Not because of COVID, 
but because of the adverse effect it has on America's children. Okay, let's get that straight. So as far as I'm concerned, the public fool system is just one more failed government program. It needs to be shut down. No more tax money raised to support public schools. Teachers have to get real jobs. You know, if they're any good, they can get a job at a private school or teaching people how to homeschool. But public schools ought to be closed and the parents should operate, you know, take on their official responsibilities as the parents of the children for the education of the children. But that's just me. Anyway, Dr. Cohen replaces Michelle Walensky. Uh, many had hoped Dr. Cohen would take a more relaxed stance, but this does not appear to be the case based on her testimony on the COVID-19 response before Congress. Dr. Cohen, who previously served as the health secretary for North Carolina, was asked by Representative Jeff Duncan, uh, Republican South Carolina, if she regretted any of the numerous controversial policies implemented there during her tenure, such as school closures. She stood behind those decisions, saying that we that she felt it was handled in an inclusive, oh, clu- inclusive manner. Isn't that wonderful using those buzzwords for the woke people? And that it uh, was time to look forward. Oh, yeah, well, let's just forget we screwed up and just give us a pass and let us go on. New. When asked whether she would uh, support similarly harsh measures in her new role at the federal level, she said that different solutions are needed at different times. Oh, yeah. She's a politician. Word salad. Many of her answers were indirect. I'm sure they were. When asked if she would uh, close down schools, she uh, should another pandemic occur. She said, "The good news is that we're in a different place than we were before." Hmm. <laughs> What's that got to do with it? We both have different tools and have different mechanisms to respond. I can't really address a hypothetical, but I think we're we've learned a lot about how to approach things. Man, I'll tell you what. She must have gone to the. Uh, uh what's your chops kamala harris school of answering questions (laughs) i'll say a whole bunch of stuff and when i'm done you won't have a clue what i said or what i meant when asked if closing schools was harmful to students she replied we always knew in-person instruction was incredibly beneficial okay so why don't you just answer the freaking question Uh, this person is a moron which is probably why she got promoted into a federal level. That's the thing they do these days. They can't have anybody with two brain cells in occupying these positions. They might say the wrong thing. This prompted Representative Gary Palmer, Republican Alabama, to quip, you'd be great in the sales department. (laughs) Representative Dan Crenshaw, got no use for him, pointed out that Dr. Cohen could help the CDC regain some of the credibility it lost over its handling of the pandemic, telling her if the CDC wants this, its, incre- its credibility back, you've got to have a, a mea culpa moment. Oh, yeah, say you're sorry and then go on. You still get a pass. I don't think so. You're in the perfect position to do it because you had nothing to do with their decisions at the time, so there's no reason to defend it. Anyway. This is just making me sick. (laughs) Uh, Health Ranger to launch AI open source health and nutrition knowledge repository that's free for everyone. Okay. 
German-Israeli singer admits in court he in invented anti-Semitism claim against hotel employees. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good grief. Insiders warn shifting green energy could disrupt power grid reliability. Oh, you think? <laughs> Study finds popular pesticides could be behind the rise in erectile dysfunction among young men. Ooh. Americans need to make $11,400 more today to maintain the same standard of living they had in 2021. How many folks are doing that? Ooh. Bitcoin price, which has risen more than 150% since the beginning of the year, surges above 42000 Ooh, goody. That means mine are worth more. Still not the high, which was around fifty, but it's getting there. As soon as they introduce the CBDCs, Bitcoin is going to skyrocket. I still predict over a million dollars a coin. Uh, woke CDC caught a racing women once more with pregnant people description in the new guidance. Oh, good grief. Pregnant people. Oh, yeah. Guys get pregnant all the time. Bombshell. Israel knew of Hamas attack. Yeah, I mean, we know that. Hmm. Research suggests nutrients from meat and dairy can help kill cancer cells. Well, nutrients in general that support the body's ability to maintain healthy cells, well, duh. The trouble is, it's impossible to get all the nutrients you need from meat and dairy. I just wish they would do a study on what happens when you take the 90 essential nutrients. You're going to find, oh, everything they had wrong with them went away. And that's kind of what, um, just on the side... That's what um, Clemson University did back in, I think it was 2011 or 13, something like that. They um, decided on their own to just check out a couple of Longevity's uh, flagship products. Number one was the our original liquid all-in-one called Ultimate Daily. And the other one was the original version of Beyond Tangy Tangerine. And they were looking for three things. Number one, were they harmful in any way, which was no. Number two, did they stop inflammation, which was yes in both cases. And number three, did they kill cancer cells? And they were using uh, human colorectal cancer cells in vitro. And in both cases, like 95% of the cancer cells were dead shortly after being exposed to the products. So, and that study is available on my website. If you go to yourdiyhealth.com, click on the support info tab. And look for the Clemson study. It's a free downloadable PDF that has all the data in it. And also on that page, even more important to get, is that it's at the very top of the page because it's the most important thing there, is death by medicine. That study, which was done a number of years ago, back then, showed that allopathic medical uh medicine was the number one cause of death in the united states and most industrialized nations around the world and it was any contact with an md that resulted in the person dying whether it's properly uh, uh, diagnosed or disease and properly prescribed medications to improperly pre prescribed medicines, medications botched surgeries you name it 
And now they've even had to uh, separate out cancer. It's got its own section that kills almost a million people every year. But back when this report was done, again, it was years ago, um, it was 780,000 people on average every year die at the hands of MDs. And they basically have a license to kill. You go to them for cancer, you go to them for whatever, they put you in a hospital, you get a staph infection, and you die. There you go. Um, or you're diagnosed with cancer. The doctor says, oh, don't even think about supplementing or doing any of those other so-called natural. That's all quackery. That's craziness. You do what I say or you're going to die. And, of course, the studies show that if you get diagnosed with cancer and do absolutely nothing, you're on average live 12 years. And if you go to an MD, if you're lucky, you'll live five years. Hmm. My book, I don't know about new math, but, you know, the math I was taught, 12 years of life is better than five years of life. So you're better off doing absolutely nothing once the doc, once the doc says you got cancer. Uh, of course, in this day and age, if you've been jabbed, then it's probably a turbo cancer and you're going to be dead in a week <laughs> or a month or two, which we're seeing a lot of that now. And again there should have been warnings if you if you've had cancer if it's a remission don't take these jabs because they'll turn it back on with a vengeance and we're seeing that all over the place where people had cancer they're in remission they took the jab the next thing you know a week or two later hey we'd like to announce the funeral of so-and-so um so yeah check out the uh the support info page you'll find some interesting stuff there dr um Oh, I keep forgetting his name. Uh, he was a renowned neurosurgeon. He is retired now, and he's got a paper up there called How uh, Modern Medicine Killed My Brother. And uh, sad situation of what he went through when his brother got sick. And how ultimately, because of the incompe- you know, incompetence of the medical community, he ended up dead. Uh, va- oh, here we go. Vaxed Montreal uh, Mayor Valerie Plant collapses mid-speech. Let's see if... uh I don't think worries today for a veteran sportscaster who had a scary medical emergency on live TV. And we should warn you, the video's upsetting. For a 19-year-old kid? Wow. Keep your eyes on sportscaster Bob Rathbun. The play-by-play announcer for the Atlanta Hawks basketball team slumps in his chair, then starts convulsing while his co-anchor keeps going, unaware of the emergency. I look for this kid to have a really good first half of the season. As Rathbun loses consciousness, you can see someone off-camera reach in to help him. At that moment, the camera cuts away. So what went wrong? Rathbun's rep sent Inside Edition a statement saying the 68-year-old announcer, quote, briefly lost consciousness on the court. Emergency medical professionals on site quickly treated Rathbun for dehydration. I look for this key. The statement also says Rathbun is now stable and responsive. All right, let's get to this one. <laughs> the UK government has said it will stand with Ukraine till the end. How do you keep people on side? How do you keep people with you when they are suffering and things are likely to get worse? Well, the cost of not doing anything to stand up to Vladimir Putin is immense. If he succeeds in Ukraine, he's not going to stop there. He's going to challenge 
the freedom and democracy. Oh hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Uh, let's cross live to our team on the ground in Sharm el-Sheikh, CNA's uh, Julie Yu and CNA Digital's climate change correspondent Jack Board, who have the latest for us from COP27. say after that. As we find out uh, whether Julie is uh, doing okay or not there, let's move on to news out of Singapore. And Singapore's Apex Court has found that the Workers' Party town councillors were grossly negligent in their payment process to a managing agent overseeing Aljunit Hogang Town Council. <laughs> I want to see the one about the mayor and wherever it is. Okay, I think this is it. No, that's her just getting the thing. Oh, for Pete's sake. I guess I have to allow cookies. Yeah, it says while she received two jab doses in 2021 and April and June, respectively, she later tested positive for COVID in December of that year. <laughs> well, that stinks. They don't even show where we're knocking over during the, whatever she was doing that hmm. cameras were rolling tuesday when the mayor of montreal canada valerie plant dramatically collapsed during a press conference so why don't they have the video of that okay maybe here it's on this okay other kinds of services so i would um Where's your vaccine T-shirt now? Direct them to other kinds of, of services. So I would. Um... Okay. Plant was answering reporters' questions at a news conference at City Hall when she suddenly stopped mid-sentence, stared blankly for several seconds, and fell to the floor behind the podium. You can be sure that when world leaders publicly get their COVID vaccines and boosters, that it's just a placebo and theatrics to convince you to take the real thing. Because when it's not, this is what happens. <laughs> they stopped making this mistake long ago. Mayor of Montreal suffered discomfort during a press conference, and unfortunately, she is out of danger. She will receive all the required medical support, and thanks, uh, thanks you for your support, the mayor's account declared in an ex-post following the incident. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Fidel Castro Jr. Trudeau was among several politicians who wished plant a speedy recovery. And the mayor said she would reduce her daily activities as a preventative measure. Mayor's unexpected collapse is certainly reminiscent of the dozens of videos showing people, including many athletes and entertainers, suddenly passing out amid the COVID-19 vaccine rollout with the jab suspected to be behind the alarming fainting spells. Stand-up comedian Heather McDonald bragging about having three experimental COVID jabs collapses on stage, fracturing her skull as she hits the floor. Comedian can't collapse midway during her set. Many in the audience laughed, assuming it was part of the act. 
I remember that one. <laughs> Let me see if it shows. Ah, yes, here we go. No sound? Wait a second. Booster. I don't mean to brag. I don't care, but I want you to know double vaxxed, booster, flu shot, and I'm going to be honest, I have the shingle shot too. And I still get my period. What? Yes. Traveled, went to Mexico twice, did shows, meet and greets. Never got COVID. Clearly, Jesus loves me the most. Seriously. So nice. So nice. Uh. Yeah, right after that. It's like the Titanic, the ship that even God care, couldn't sink. <laughs> Jesus loves me the most. Ding! <laughs> yeah, right. I don't think so. Oh, my goodness. Gotta love it. This morning, lawyer uh, lawyer named Gabriel Poliquin collapsed during uh, questioning at today's hearing. Paramedics are en route. Injury has been sus and injury has been suspended. Hmm. Again, no sound. Commercial vehicles. Yes. That there are three hundred uh, commercial CMV. That's commercial vehicles. Yes. <laughs> oh boy that there are 300 uh yeah but it couldn't be the shot no <laughs> just a few hours ago former newcastle united goalkeeper shaka hislop collapsed on live tv yeah let's turn from psg he's not behind he's on the naughty step from VSG, he's not gone on the tour of Japan. What have you missed? What have you seen? Shaq! Shaq! <laughs> Wait, we need some help. We need better team. Ready, go. Ready, go. Okay. Now, oh, think back. Set. Prior to December 2020, January 2021, how often did you watch tv see a politician making a speech or watch a some sort of athletic event and have people just collapse hmm. i don't remember that that was not common until these jabs got rolled out but you know it is what it is it can't possibly be from the injections I guess that's what they say. Can't prove it by me. <laughs> hmm. Let's see what else we got here. Experts say the world's biggest iceberg is drifting fast after being stuck in one spot for 30 years. Wow. You mean it hasn't melted as a result of global warming? Huh. That's weird. Must be a big iceberg. Guinea pigs. Pfizer gets FDA approval to experiment on pregnant women after new RSV vaccine linked to premature birth. Oh, my goodness. You know, supposedly only about 3% of people have taken the new boosters that they got out, which is a good thing. Not that 3% of the people took it, but, you know, 97% haven't. 
Oh, man. Hackers steal personal data. 6.9 million, 23ME customers. Oh. <laughs> yeah, don't do that stuff. U.S. warship commercial vessels under attack in Red Sea, Pentagon confirms. The sailors are all prancing around on the deck in their high heels. Because it's a woke military now. Anyway. Mark, what's up? I know you got something you want to talk about. Hey, Sarge. Hey, hey. I'm making breakfast. <laughs> what you having? <laughs> uh, I'm having a home fries and uh, I'm having an omelet. Ooh, yummy. Can't beat that. I went out for my... Uh, monthly uh, retirees breakfast yesterday in the little diner i went to they have an early bird special two eggs and breakfast meat and toast for 4.99 but it's only 7:30 until 7:30 and i get the same thing without the toast at um 11:30 4 hours later the same thing cost me 9 something <laughs> yeah yeah it is. I should go and I should go and order it before seven thirty and sit there and nurse it until uh, everybody gets there. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you get to where you start to take advantage of the uh, senior discount. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think they have it marked it that way because all of us that we're all seniors since we're all a bunch of retirees. But yeah, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, doing the the carnivore thing. I haven't had any problems going to restaurants so far and getting things that are just critter based. Um, no, no fruits, no veggies, no, uh, especially no carbs, no starchy carbs, no grains, no breads, no pancakes, waffles, all that kind of junk, and even yeah. no home fries. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, but we all have our vices, I'm afraid. Cook them in butter. Yeah, that's what I'm doing, actually. Good. Yeah. Makes them not quite as bad. <laughs> I'm debating whether to put onions in them, though, or not. Hmm. I usually put onion. onion. But I'm kind of like, I don't know. One, yeah, of, the, one of the ladies sitting next to me yesterday had home fries with onions and cheese. She loved it. So. Yeah. Yeah, my mom used to make these all the time, and I, it just stuck with me. <laughs> yeah. I know. My mom used to corrupt me, too. <laughs> <laughs> home fries and cream of wheat and oatmeal and oh my goodness you know i think of what kids eat in this day and age you know years and years and years ago it was eggs and bacon and that kind of stuff if you had breakfast at all if it wasn't leftover stuff from the night before from dinner um it would usually be something from a chicken or a pig but all of a sudden because of time constraints and that kind of stuff, um, they started pushing the crap that we're eating now, everything from Kellogg's and Post and Nabisco and whoever else. And that's why all the kids now are so fat and so many have type 2 diabetes. You know, years ago, type 2 diabetes was called adult onset. Type 1 was juvenile onset. Because juvenile or type 1 diabetes is a birth defect where mom was pregnant and didn't have the nutrition she needed to make a healthy baby with a healthy spleen or pancreas, excuse me. 
And as a result, the baby's not producing insulin. So very quickly, they realized, you know, kid needs insulin for the rest of his life. And then, you know, of course, you know, people that, you know, regular folks that don't have the diet, you know, have type one, be telling, you know, they start hitting 40, 45, 50. That's when most people back in the day would be diagnosed with type two diabetes, which is nutrient deficiency. Your tank runs dry. And now you don't have what you need to process sugar properly. And that's adult onset type 2 diabetes. But now we're seeing a phenomenon where kids that are 8 and 10 years old are getting type 2 diabetes. Adult onset diabetes at 8 and 10 years old. And it's because A, the lack of nutrition in anything they consume. And B, the number or the amount of crap that they put into their system that's either loaded with sugar or converts to sugar in their system and that's all the starchy carbohydrates the wheat the barley the rye the oats corn soy all that kind of stuff converts to sugar and your body's overloaded and wallach did a study a long time ago at the beginning of the 1900s the average american ate half a pound of sugar a year today the average american eats half a pound of sugar a day (laughs) oh wow yeah it's not the sugar it's the amount that you're getting but you know and that's the thing with the carnivore thing you basically cut out all that junk so you're cutting out sugar which is what most people's bodies run on for energy and when you don't have all that sugar the body says okay well i don't have that available now so i guess i'll have to use fat for energy and that's why you know people like uh what's her name kelly hogan in her 20s was 262 pounds five foot eight and today at 43 or 44 after having three children breastfeeding them all during COVID or during the carnivore she's 140 pounds looks like a swimsuit model and has lost all that weight all the excess skin that you have with that kind of a size all that's reabsorbed into the body and i mean she looks absolutely fantastic 20 some years later and having lost, you know, after being on carnivore for like 14 years, eating nothing but meat. And, of course, you know, your idiot MDs, well, that'll, that'll mess you up. It'll increase your cholesterol. and It'll do this and do that. And you'll have all <laughs> kinds of heart problems and everything. And they can't, you know, you can't find a single person doing the carnivore diet that has any kind of health issues. <laughs> you know, it, unless they had a whole bunch that they're starting with and they're slowly going away and they still have a few left over, but they're going. Um I'll tell you what, I have been absolutely amazed uh, in the, I think it's been about six weeks for me now, and uh, losing weight, and more than than just losing weight, my pants, oh my goodness. When I I wear a a standard issue Marine Corps belt, um, it's a 40-inch belt, and when I started this, after the belt went through the buckle, I had about two inches of belt left. Right now I'm looking down, and I've got at least four inches of belt left. My pants are, t- are so loose, I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm needing to go down a pant size. I was uh, at the height of my fatness back in 2012. I wore 40-inch pants, waistline pants. Um, today, I'm in 36s, and I probably need to go to 34s, which is what I was wearing when I retired in 1996. So um, I'm happy as a clam. <laughs> And uh, things are sleeping like a baby. That's one of the best things most people I talk to that are doing this or have done this. They notice that as soon as they switch over, within days, 
they're sleeping like crazy. Just, I mean, not because they're tired, but when they go to bed, they go to sleep easy and they sleep really, really well. And, um, for a while there, I was getting up three or four times a night and it was driving me crazy. Now on average, I get up once if at all. And, um, and I go right back to bed and right back to sleep. But, um, yeah, you know, I got, I got my wife taking that, um, uh, sweeties. Yeah. And that's made a huge difference. Her, uh, she just came back from a checkup for A1Cs down to six. Oh, cool. She's just uh, about in the clinic stuff. She'd be a former diabetic before long. Pretty close. Yeah. Um, she, uh, she actually, uh, at one time, um, oh, I don't know, it's probably been a couple of years, but she was at like 8.2. She's down oh. to 6 now. Oh, my. Yeah, that's great. And, yeah. again, you know, that I'm sure contributed to her cancer. And um, oh, yeah. all that extra sugar feeds that stuff like crazy. And that's why, yeah. you know, when, once you get hit with something like that, it just snowballs and everything else just rolls right along. Uh, it's always you never know for sure exactly which things are going to pop up first but you can always be sure that by going to an md taking their advice you they'll get you started on one medication and before long you're on six or seven um just unfreaking real what happens yeah that uh, that sweetie stuff uh boy um i mean if you just want to keep your blood sugar in check it's a great thing to take. oh yeah it really is it works great I um, had some guys in Mexico, a couple of missionaries that uh, I was sending them stuff, um, just basic things. And even though it wasn't uh, going appropriate for their body weight, I have one guy who was, uh, he was just getting started on Matt Foreman. And he got his first bottle of Sweeties and his blood sugar went back to pretty much normal with no problem. And, um, not even doing the extra nutrition, just the sweeties, the stuff works great by itself, but man, I'll tell you what, when you do it along with the 90 essential nutrients, it really kicks in. And, um, we've seen people Wallach in one of his lectures, I'm not sure which one he talks about a guy, uh, who owns one of the biggest, uh, medical testing labs in the country who was a really, really bad, uh, type two. He had blood sugar levels. I don't know what his A1C was, but, you know, regular blood sugar levels were in the high 300s. And oh, yeah. nothing the MDs could do could help get it down. And Wallach, you know, he heard Wallach talk him one time, and uh, he says, I'll make you a deal. And he says, if, if you can get my uh, blood sugar down to normal within 90 days, I will be your best buddy. I'll fly you around the country in my private jet. I'll, I'll show up at meetings unannounced and give testimonies and all that kind of stuff. But if you don't, I will dog you. I will show up your meetings and tell people that you're a fraud and all this junk and everything. And without even thinking, Wallach says, okay, let's do it. <laughs> Didn't even have to think, well, am I going to be able to do this or not? He, said, he was so confident. He said, no problem. And within 90 days, the guy was normal. Uh, he said it was the worst case of type two he'd ever seen, but it, it responded just like every guy said the, the caveat was, he says, you got to do what I tell you. And that's the key. You know, that's the problem. Uh, yeah. Michael Tate Fox's issues too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's no doubt in my mind. If we could get a hold of him and get him to do it. Um, that's the big problem is the only variable in the, in the equation when you're dealing with nutrition is the person doing it. 
And if they follow the plan, you know, if they, you know, I've had people, I say, you got to do what I tell you. If you do what I tell you, you will get good results. If you don't do what I tell you, don't come back and say this stuff doesn't work. It's not the products. It's you. And, um, I've had people, I had a guy at church who got all excited, you know, he bought all the stuff and his wife went berserk over it. Cause she's a penny pincher. And, uh, you know, the first time it happened, she made him return everything. I said, okay, well, a couple of years later, he decided to try it on a lower level. And about six weeks later, he starts showing up with the stuff. So you want this? It didn't work for me. I said, the seal hasn't been broken on it. <laughs> yeah. It will not work just sitting in the corner of the kitchen. You actually got to take it. <laughs> yeah. And that's the problem. He, you know, a little at a time, he would bring back every single product and every single one the seal had even been broken. I said, well, I'll take it. You know, I can use it, but you know, I, I don't really care for you to be funding my nutritional stuff, but, uh, if you're going to buy this stuff and not use and then give it back to me. Okay. Uh, but you know, really, if you just try taking it once, you might find that you get some good results. And that's the thing. The people that do what I tell them, they get results every time. The people that him haw around, they don't do it right. They, they, or aren't consistent. Then your results are going to be, you know, mediocre at best. Yeah. She started out taking like one of the sweeties pills in the morning. And, uh, you know, I told her, I said, I think it says to take two or three. Um, yeah. The therapeutic and, dose is uh, four per day per hundred pounds. Okay, four per hundred pounds. Okay. Yeah, wow. yeah. So, so and you, you want to do it between meals. The best thing if you yeah. if she's eating like eight ten and or eight noon and four or something like yeah. that, do it at ten and two, uh, two at ten, that, two at two. Uh, could you eventually wean yourself off of uh, the other meds? Eventually, yeah. Um, and with type with diabetes, it's easy because they always you know tell you how to do that. If things get better, you just adjust your dose accordingly. So if she's on, you know, like metformin or something like that, if, uh, you know, she's doing well, you just uh, check your blood sugar and see where it's at and just, you know, cut the dose in half and see what happens. If it continues to go down, then you're good. If it doesn't, and, you know, you may have to come back on it a little bit, but eventually it will go down. And yeah. uh, eventually, you know, if you're doing it right within 90 days, she could be a tight, uh, former diabetic. Yeah, it's just it's a lifestyle disease. It's just like uh, mm -hmm. Dr. Glidden. Dr. Glidden, I think, has said yeah. that. Uh, you know, and he's got a bunch of information on that. But mm -hmm. yeah, it, it's a lifestyle disease, and most people can conquer it if they really truly want to do it. Yeah, and that's the thing. The problem is, is the people that have those problems realize it is because of what they're eating and how they're doing things. And I know folks that you know very close to me. They are diabetic they're on metformin and even though they know what's causing the problem they continue to eat all the wrong stuff you know they'll they'll make all you know they'll have all the high high starchy carbohydrate foods um all the sweet stuff all the time you know it drives me crazy when i sit there and i know somebody's diabetic and they're eating that kind of crap when if they would simply and and this has happened over and over again it's one of the things i hear a lot with the carnivore thing you get on carnivore cut out all that crap and in no time at all you will be a former diabetic just by oh, yeah. not with doing any new any medication or anything just by changing what you're putting in the pie hole 
turn the pie hole into a hamburger pole hole <laughs> you know and it will go because the stuff that you're eating is the is 90 percent of the problem yeah and, i'm also though a big believer in uh the uh you know making sure that your stomach acid mm-hmm. is uh you know where it's where it needs to be right. and then you know because you know let's say you do have you know maybe a potatoes or whatever you know um you're going to be able to break that stuff down a lot better uh, mm-hmm. as long as your your stomach acid is where it needs to be and then yep. from that point you can you know it makes it easier for your body to say yes i can use this no i can't use that right you know kind of thing. you know that's funny when when i was on the police department you know the the old thing about uh, cops and donuts you know is uh, a <laughs> You know, the, the, the picture, I still see it, you know, the picture of a dude with a big belly in a uniform, and he's got a, a, a donut with a bunch of powdered sugars, you know, down his shirt and all that kind of thing around his tie. When I was on the job, I could not eat donuts because my stomach acid was so screwed up that if I just drank water, it would feel like I was swallowing fire. That's how bad my acid and my uh, gastric reflux was. Yeah, and, and, it's and not you're not co- supposed to feel that either. Oh, no. You know, you're actually not supposed, you know, whenever, some, whenever somebody tells you, man, I can feel my stomach, oh, you know, and, this, and it's like you're not even supposed to feel it. No, and the reason for that is it's a vitamin mineral deficiency, mostly calcium and magnesium, because what's happening is you are so nutrient deficient that the muscles in your body need calcium and magnesium to function properly. And you've got a sphincter valve at the base of the esophagus where everything goes down into the stomach. And when you're calcium and magnesium deficient, that sphincter valve doesn't close properly. So and the you know, stuff... Sarge, that valve, that valve won't even open unless, mm-hmm. uh, unless the, uh, the conditions, the pH has to be right. Right. It, it, won't, it won't even open it. So in other words, you'll get putrefaction, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because you know, because you're of a you know a stomach that's uh, out of whack, mm-hmm. and that's the thing, you know, because that thing won't close properly. The stuff goes down into the stomach, and then the little bit of acid that's in there will get back up through that sphincter valve into the esophagus. It's unprotected, and that's why you'll get that burning feeling. Now, if it was yeah. real stomach acid getting up there, it would burn your. You would end up with Barrett's esophagus, which is a cancerous condition. Oh yeah. And then they'll tell you, oh, yeah, oh, you've got high stomach acid. Mm-hmm. Your body's making too much. That's <laughs> yeah. what my doctor told me, and I didn't have the sense to ask, you know, how am I making too much? You know, I can see not making enough, but not too much. And the thing is, is within a few days, I stopped taking Prilosec the same day that I started the longevity products. And it takes about seven days for Prilosec to get out of your system. So it's still doing some of its stuff during that time. And in the meantime, all the calcium and magnesium is finally getting into my system and making that sphincter valve work the way it's supposed to, so it closes. And yeah. since I started taking the longevity products, I have not had any trouble at all with gastric reflux because things have balanced out. I'm, I'm salting my food. I'm making enough stomach acid. The valves are working. The muscles are working. And it's so much better. And that's the oh, yeah. only drug that I was on. And I got off of that in 2013 or 2012 and haven't been on anything since. And I'll tell you what, so much better. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, you know, when, when you combine it with an exercise regimen or, 
you know, like you mm -hmm. said, if, you know, you're doing your the bonding and all that. I mean, you know, that's that's just nothing but a, a flat out win win. Yeah. You just got to be careful with exercise because exercise without supplementation, suicide, you know, oh, when I you're agree. sweating, all the stuff coming out, that's not just water. It's the soup of all the nutrients you need to stay healthy. And in order to do things right, if you're exercising, you need to be replacing that. And that's why we've got a sports drink called Rebound FX that was um, uh, put together uh, with Theo Ratliff, an NBA all-star, who... That guy was so messed up that he caught a pass and it broke his wrist. <laughs> uh, wow. He was he was totally messed up. And the best doctors in the NBA told him he wouldn't play again. He had to retire. And he heard some team members talking about how they'd gotten back on track with Dr. Wallach's stuff. And he said, who is this Dr. Wallach? I need to know him. And they put him in touch and Doc got him on track. And with the next season, he came back and got his old position back and led the league in rebounds for like eight years after that put another 30 some million dollars in his bank account. Um, but he helped them develop a sports drink that has 105 nutrients in it, where Gatorade, Powerade has two and lots of sugar. This has all the stuff that you're losing when you're sweating. And he's, he basically can play an entire game full speed without slowing down at all, just by drinking the rebound while he's playing. And, uh, you know, the question I had, Sarge, is, mm -hmm. uh, you know, with all these, you know, these deaths, you know, that are occurring in the sports world, you know, mm -hmm. um, how many, I mean, what percentage of those deaths could you attribute to uh, a mineral deficiency, vitamin deficiency, you know, a nutrient deficiency, right? Uh, how many of those could you attribute to that and uh, maybe not the, uh, the shots? Well, that's an interesting question. And one answer could be all of them because i guarantee you most of those guys are not getting a good dot you know they're not getting what they need and they're fitting in their diets to keep themselves healthy and as a result they are prone when you introduce to the body the drastic assault of the covid jabs when your body doesn't have what it needs to stay healthy in the first place and then you throw the COVID jabs on top of it, that's a recipe for disaster because those guys are functioning at super high levels. You know, the, the aerobic process going on, they're, they're running fast, they're running hard. Uh, the cardiovascular um, stresses are extremely high. And when you don't have the nutrients to keep things going right, it just makes it that much easier for those shots to have, you know, catastrophic results. Well, so I would venture to say all of them were probably a combination of being nutrient deficient. So they basically set themselves up and then the shots came in and basically were the, f the final straw. I yeah, actually think that's thing, it. Too, you mentioned this before too, about, you know, nutritionists and you think about it, these teams have these nutritionists and all this stuff, you know, mm -hmm. and yet they're still having, you know, these kind of issues. And again, that's why I say I never trust nutritionists or, um, uh, what's the other words? Uh, um, shoot dietitians. because number one, when you go to med school, you don't get medical nutritional training. And I guarantee you that anybody that becomes a nutritionist or a dietitian is probably ultimately getting instructions from an MD who has no nutritional training 
so they haven't got a clue what to do you know and, and this would be the case if 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 you did if every training table for the nba the nfl whatever wherever those guys sit down to eat everything the first thing they would have is a stick pack of uh, beyond tangy tangerine uh, osteo effects uh, and probably re um uh, good grief uh, the EFAs along with um, glucogel because their bones and joints need extra support for all the activity they're doing. That's what they should be doing on a daily basis appropriate for the body weight. I guarantee you that there are very few people in those professional sports doing that. And that's why these shots have had such a heavy duty impact on those people because they're already deficient. They don't have what they need to stay healthy. And then you throw that last final insult of a jab in there that just screws everything up and their body doesn't have what it needs to combat that. And I guarantee you that's a big part. It's a, it's a one, two punch. In fact, I probably shouldn't even say this. I mean, you know, as far as I don't need to wonder, I think I know, you know, like they use people like Michael J. Fox, you know, Mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, basically saying, Oh, we'll see, you know, see what happened to him. Yeah. And (laughs) on top of it, What's what's really unconscionable is you get somebody like that, great guy, great actor, and he's got a nutritional deficiency disease, and the MDs, the you know, in this case the the group, whatever you call it, the uh, Parkinson's Association or whatever. I guarantee there's somebody out there that's making money on that, and they're using it as a bunch of researchers researching to find the drug that can solve the problem of of Parkinson's. There you go. When it's and they're using the guy as a whore basically to raise money for their black hole that people throw money down into all the time and there'll never be a result from it. It's it over and over the Heart the, Association, the Susan G. Komen run for the cure and all this other crap. They're never gonna find it because they're looking in the wrong place and they don't want to find a cure because if they did, they're all out of a job. Yeah, it's just the same thing with the Jerry Lewis telephone exactly and that ended you know i don't know if you know the story there but doc wallach back in 2011 gave jerry lewis about 20 27 different case histories of people that he had been working with that were wheelchair bound and all kinds of things they had muscular dystrophy and got them on a nutritional program and every single one of them was better was out you know playing soccer and doing all kinds of stuff Jerry got all excited, went to the MD Association, and told him, we got to check this out. They fired him and put him on a round-the-world cruise and made him sign a non-disclosure agreement, <laughs> making sure that he would be nowhere near the United States on Labor Day. And from that <laughs> yeah. point on, people started calling in, mentioning that, you know, they used to be live telethons. And when they got rid of Jerry... They had to do recorded because they had to edit out all the people calling in saying, where's Jerry? How come? And I heard that he's not there because he found a cure and you guys won't use it. <laughs> and, you know, basically, you know, and Wallach said, you know, we just want to have, you know, since they're your kids, I mean, you've been doing this for years. We want you to be able to make the announcement. And he gets all excited, goes in there, and says, you're fired. <laughs> you're out of here. And. That's the kind of thing that these groups do because the last thing they want is to actually find a cure. They're getting, yeah. they're raising money to make, you know, millions and millions. And every one of those organizations, the people at the top have million dollar or more per year incomes. Um, the, I saw one the other day, you see these ads on TV with the ASPCA and 
uh, the poor dogs and cats, and they're whimpering and <laughs> shivering and stuff. The guy in charge of the ASPCA makes over a million dollars a year, and he's done that for like the last seven years that he's been there. These ad agencies that raise, you know, run these ads, they get ninety-five, usually ninety-five percent of everything that comes in. The agency that they're working for gets maybe five percent, and then the people running things in the agency get most of that, and very, very little actually. If you want to help, you know dogs and cats go to your local humane society and write them a check but don't give money to these things you see on tv it's a scam every day of the week yeah and when you think about it you know you start to you know when you really you know finally it sinks in and you go you know it makes perfect sense that you know any real disease is really just due to a deficiency mm-hmm. 900 you know, it makes of perfect them perfect sense you know you know anything that's not a trauma case you know if you don't if it didn't get happen by getting run over by a bus or shot or having your arm ripped off by a pto in your tractor it's a nutritional deficiency disease and all of them macular degeneration high blood pressure type 2 diabetes arthritis the list you know insomnia the list goes on and on and on every single one of them is a nutrient deficiency and when you put the nutrients back the problem goes away yeah, and, and so what they've done with, with allopathic medicine is, you know, they're they're capitalists, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. They capitalized on it. Oh, yeah. And I was totally screwed up just because I was taking that one drug, Prilosec. That opened me up for everything because when you're on that, you're not making stomach acid. You can't digest anything, so you're open to all those 900 illnesses. And anybody that's interested can go to my website, yourdiyhealth.com, click on the Who Am I tab, scroll to the bottom. The top's just, you know, by history about police work and before that. And down at the bottom has got a short list, <laughs> which is really pretty long. You know, floaters in the eye, sensitive teeth, uh, sciatica, AFib, you know, a boatload of things. And every single one of those things were gone in 30 days except for my knees. I had 90 days to rebuild them. Um all, all nutrition and yeah. that's what got this show rolling well your your story is um I, I would say it's unique because you know a lot of people won't even try to address their issues like that well that's the thing you know it's funny because back in the 90s uh, i was doing gun shows originally but the guy that uh, promoted our gun shows got the idea of you know y2k coming let's do survival shows I said, okay so I start doing these shows, and you know he basically sets them up, and I kind of administrate them. And um, I'm walking around the show, and I see some guy hands me this cassette tape, says "Dead Doctors Don't Lie." Uh, that's interesting. Couldn't do anything until I was on the way home at the end of the weekend. I stuck the thing in the player in my truck, and I'm re- listening to it. I said, "Boy, this guy makes sense." And this Wallach talking about minerals, and you know he had made millions and millions of those things, and never once mentioned the company name. So there were companies everywhere that were bootlegging his recordings and putting them out there to sell their products. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of people. I know one, Dr. Joanne Conaway was one of them. She and her husband, Rich, got a hold of that one of those tapes, and it was put out by some other company that was hawking it to market their crap, and they bought the stuff, and it didn't do anything. And then she said, well, let's double-check here. And sure enough, they said, well, that's not Wallach. So we got to find Wallach and find out where his products are. And they got his minerals. And in no time, like overnight, they could feel a huge difference. 
and that got the ball rolling for her and she's been working with doc for over 20 years now and the same thing happened to me it made so much sense i said i gotta find this guy and that was 96 i think and i didn't find him until 2011 2010 i was listening to genesis communications network and found him on there and that's when things got going and yeah. when i finally broke down and bought the products and it's like oh man night and day difference but it's been fun but we're out of time <laughs> um, right. we will be back in uh, an hour this same venue so uh, and we're going to be talking about uh, today's pearl harbor day so we're going to be talking about the truth about what happened with pearl harbor i encourage everybody to be there for that but uh, Ka- uh, uh mark and kirby and everybody thanks so much for being here Take care of your bodies because it's the only place you have to live, and we will see you soon. Take care, and God bless.